Hello and welcome to Your Ultimate You, the podcast, and I am your host, Jessica Barrett. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story to demonstrate the realities of what we women face. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everyone else that we often forget to check in with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring you and educating through the power of real women sharing their stories, vulnerabilities, passions and drives. Without further ado, hello Barb. Good morning. How are you my lovely? I am just wonderful, how are you? I'm so glad to hear it and I'm doing great, thank you for asking. It's so great to be here with you today Barb. Now this incredible woman is outstanding, a published author twice over. She has created a life that she's working very hard for, a true inspiration if you ask me. Welcome Barb, I'm so grateful to be here with you today to chat to you about you. So my lovely, let's give the listeners a picture of who you are. Would you please tell us more about your background? Okay, um, wow, I don't even know where to start. I, I'm gonna start 10 years ago, I guess, or 10 to 15 years ago when I started experiencing all the losses in my life. Prior to that, I was um, in the computer industry. I was a data analyst. And then I got, I think just from everything I'd gone through in my life, I got quite ill, physically ill, with a lot of autoimmune diseases. And I ended up having to quit work and go on disability. And then the losses started with losing my sister, my dad, my mom, and then our 14 year old dog. It was just like one after the other. It really threw me into a tailspin. Um, I went pretty deep into a depression, had a breakdown, but honest to goodness, it was the start of my life. Now, when I look back, I mean, at the time it was devastating, but now when I can look back, those deaths were my rebirth. And I've just gone, I've flown since then. It was like I was in a cocoon for 57 years and suddenly it broke open and my butterfly got out. So it's been an incredible 10 years, you know, a 10 year journey since my mom was my last loss. And the journey since she passed away has been absolutely incredible for me. Um, just diving deep, releasing emotions, learning to be grateful for everything, good, the bad, and the ugly that happened in my life, and lots of forgiveness, and you know, for myself too, and just moving forward with lots of self-love. And that's about it. It's, it's been an incredible journey. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing that with us and myself. And, and I'm so sorry for all of your very significant losses. What I find incredible here, Barb, is that you've taken out of something so traumatic and devastating. Uh, you re you, you've used that before, your rebirth, you refound, you reconnected with yourself, your sense of identity, your passions, and no doubt your power. And I'm excited to learn more as we delve a little deeper into who you are. What is it that you faced or caused you to struggle in your life up until you point up until the point you made the conscious decision to make the change or changes? I honestly, I really feel, Jessica, that the biggest issue for me was a, an extreme lack of love and self-esteem and worth for myself. Uh, my father was very well, my parents were very religious, and we were raised in a home, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. And so I got whipped quite regularly for any infractions. And I've, you know, I've really come to see as I look back and, and healed so much in my life that that type of physical punishment for a child really beats you down. You, you get to a point where you just don't believe you're good for anything because every time you step out of line, you're beat back down again. 
And so I had to deal with, you know, a lot of, I did, I have a lot of hate. I really did for my dad. And it took a long time for me to get past all of that. But honestly, once I went through these losses, it, it just became, I shouldn't say easy because it's been a, it's been a painful journey. Mm. It's, I shouldn't ever let anybody think that it's an easy journey to suddenly love yourself. It's not going through the emotions and releasing them and realizing that my dad did the best he could with the knowledge that he had. You know, he came from a family of 13 where his father basically would just, you know, punch them in the face if they read a line. So it was what he knew. And I, I don't hold any, you know, blame or anything for him now other than just deep love, you know, for the fact that he was my father. But I do think that plays a significant role. So I, I grew up most of my life feeling very unvalidated. And I was always looking for validation, which led me into a lot of wrong mm. paths, you know, looking for validation. I think, you know, having been controlled by my dad for all those years, I didn't really, and I was raised also in a very patriarchal family. So I really didn't know any different as I started moving into, you know, my marriage and unfortunately married a very controlling man who basically kept me under his thumb for the 14 years we were married. So I think, you know, as, I, as I've grown in this journey, I've come to realize that, honestly, the only opinion that matters in life for anyone is your own. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. And I've, it's taken a long time to get here mm. and to realize that I am, well, as my book is called, Fall in Love with Your Flossom. I am Flossom. I am, I'm an exceptional woman. And it took me a long time to get there. But now that I'm here, it's just so much life is just so much better. I, I just wrote a meme the other day saying you can't live life well if you can't love well. Hmm. And it's so true. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to have a beautiful, peaceful, well-rounded life because you don't know how to share that unconditional, all-inclusive love if you don't feel it for yourself. I totally agree. I 100% hands down agree. Um, just listening to you, I could see the freedom just in your expression it's beautiful. So you had to go through such turmoil, yet experiences, and you come out the other end, and you are an empowered, beautiful soul woman who is able to inspire and lead by example to others. Um, very much like listeners will be able to relate to, and even myself, um, with personal past um, demons, if you like, whatever experiences that caused an inflicted pain. And it's when you're able to go through that process, first of all, to recognize that it's not your fault. And second of all, the journey that you said is so challenging. And it is, it is not ever to be taken lightly, listeners. It is very hard to learn to love yourself because that's what you deserve and, and it's your worth, it's your right. Um, it's on reflection that we are able to see the from those challenges, experiences, life obstacles, it's the lessons that we learn and it's those lessons that start to fuel us and shape who we are about how we feel about the world ourselves and freedom comes from two aspects one most importantly learning to love who you are authentically and second of all being free from other people's opinions that oppress you mm. it doesn't matter what other people think of you i say that all the time it is none of your business what other people think of you and with those two most powerful especially the self-love you are free to love who you are and be who you are and be who you're meant to be and honor yourself mind body and soul thank you bob for sharing that what led you in your life to the event 
that you realized you needed to make the changes or shift a paradigm that you found within yourself? Um, I honestly, I really do believe it was the grace of God that pulled me out of the darkness that I had been living my life in. But I did, shortly after my mom died and I had the breakdown, my daughter introduced me to a spiritual intuitive. She was a yogi at the same studio that my daughter, daughter practiced yoga. And meeting this woman really, I have to say, she's probably the biggest catalyst that changed my life at the beginning. She is a spiritual intuitive. And we spent about three hours together. And I just, I left her home different. I had been carrying so much guilt over my mom's death because I wasn't with her and I felt I should have been when she passed. And there was just so many issues that I was trying to deal with. And Teresa just basically took my hand and led me out and said, you know, your mom's, she made all these decisions prior to coming to this incarnation on how she would live, how she would die. And she said, it has nothing to do with you. And she left me with five words that are my favorite words. Now I use them all the time. Everything is always perfectly perfect. And it's so true. Now that I can look back, everything is timed perfectly. It may not at the time seem like a blessing, but it, it everything truly is. And I think when you can get to that point in your life where you can look at everything that's come through your life as having been a blessing and having been given to you for your ultimate growth and evolution, you're so far ahead of the game. You yes. can just, and you can help so many other people just by telling your story or just by sharing, you know, how to get here. So I would say Teresa was definitely the catalyst that got me started. And I, I moved from her into, uh, you know, studying Reiki very intensely and took me about four years to make the master's level. But I would say those two things were definitely my coming home, so to speak, to, to my soul. That's beautiful. What a journey. And you are an absolute inspiration. There's so much freedom from just what you're saying and the listeners will be able to relate to. And, and maybe some won't be able to resonate with the it's everything is perfectly perfect or because that word perfect it's a very very it's how we interpret it words are very powerful it's how we interpret that particular word um and, and for those who are not ready to understand that concept that's okay you will get there if you wish that's what you want you will get there but when you are able to understand and interpret that for yourself in whatever capacity that is for you individually you will again feel such freedom and the journey to get there often either starts or you learn to eventually self-forgive. That is one of the hardest lessons, hardest lessons. I'm still on that journey myself. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'll ever stop. Um, yep. And it's as I, I loved how you described, Bob, that self-evolution. Mm -hmm. Everything we experience is part of our forever growth. Absolutely. whether it be positive or negative we need to experience both and i'm again always say this lightly because it's not anything that we experience negatively in energy and in, in negative energies and losses and grief they're all so significant and that's not ever to undermine the power that has on us but when you pass through that because you will and it's on reflection that you truly understand the meaning behind that mm -hmm. i really appreciate that thank you bob what is your greatest aha moment or inspiration Oh my gosh, <laughs> you've got an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Name the first one that comes to you. Um, oh my gosh. That, I would say that moment that I actually looked in the mirror, no filters, no makeup, and the woman I saw looking back at me was precious to me. That was big. 
I, I, it's funny, I remember, I, I actually do remember the day that it happened. And it wasn't like it was an overnight, oh, I hate myself now, I love myself. It was a slow, gradual progression. But I just remember that day I looked in the mirror, I had no makeup on, I wasn't done up, but I looked at myself and I thought, you're really beautiful. And that, that to me was a big aha moment, because I'm telling you, I loathed myself. I couldn't even look in the mirror growing up, because I just, everything I saw was wrong and ugly. And that was a huge moment for me. Wow. Wow, what a journey you must have been on to get to that point in your life. It That's has incredible. Been. It has been. What have you created for yourself? Uh, with regard to like my life? Or how you interpret it, my lovely. It's, a, it's how you personally interpret that question. So have you create, what has, what is it that you've created for yourself? However you interpret that is your answer. Uh, I would say that a beautiful life, an absolutely beautiful life. I've, I fully believe in the law of attraction and I look at what I've attracted into my life since learning to love myself and since learning to share that love. I'm just, well, I had my book launch on the weekend and it was, it was overwhelming the amount of people that showed up for me, wow. you know, to express love and to express their support for me. I've just created, oh, yeah, I have, I've created such a tribe and I hate that, that word, but it's such a perfect <laughs> word when you think of who you're surrounded by. I, it, it's perfect. The people that surround me are amazing. And I've never had that in my life. So that's huge for me. That is huge. And you've attracted all of those people into your life I because have. that's what They've you all wanted. come into my life these past 10 years. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you. What do you feel is one of your greatest lessons from life to date? Oh my gosh, love yourself. <laughs> love yourself and be grateful. An attitude, of an attitude of gratitude was such a big stepping stone for me as I healed. I started giving gratitude in 2015 on Facebook and Instagram publicly every day. I called it my 365 day gratitude challenge. And that first year profoundly changed my life. I really learned how being in gratitude all the time changes your thought process, your way of living. And I enjoyed it so much, I just continued. I think I've given nine or 1,900 gratitudes now publicly. And it, wow. it's been a life-changing um, project, I guess. I'm not doing it this year. This is one of the first years I haven't done it. But um, yeah, it was life-changing. And I, in, even in my book, I challenge readers to, if you're not a great, like if you're not giving gratitude regularly, start. You know, start a gratitude jar, start a gratitude journal, even in bed in the morning before you put your feet on the floor. Name, be grateful for three things. Mm -hmm. it, can as much, it can be as simple as clean underwear, for heaven's sakes, but just be grateful. Like, you can be grateful for anything. It doesn't matter, you know? Absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I have a gratitude journal myself. And sometimes when I'm so tired and I can't even, I think at the time, I can't even think of anything. I literally will look out the window and be like, I'm so grateful for the air outside. <laughs> it's whatever because when yeah. you do embrace gratitude into your life you've said it bob it changes yeah. everything it shifts your mindset your perspective yeah. when that changes then your world changes because you start to connect with yourself you start to find real happiness within and it's in the everyday that you find that happiness mm -hmm. and then therefore that shifts your outlook on life how you feel about yourself and then of course that then grows into the relationships you have around with you so when you start talking kindly or thinking kindly of yourself or showing off a bit more confidence 
that just rubs off with the people. You are the ripple effect in your life. That just starts rubbing off of the people around you and they will interact with you differently. Yes. If you say to somebody, for example, and I'm sure you'll understand this, Barb, hey, how are you? And your neighbor says, I'm okay, but you both then are lulled into a negative conversation because we all resonate and relate to negativity. Yes. But when we can shift that person, hey, how are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm so glad the sun's shining. What do you like about the sun? That just lifts you both into a more of a positive embrace and conversation. It's those simple little things. And it starts with gratitude. Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah. Thank you. What's incredible here is Barb's true stories of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. And most importantly, how Barb took her power back when she rediscovered herself in terms of her self-worth, personal awareness, to make the decisions she needed to make in order to love herself. And lastly, Barb, where do you see your journey taking you? Well, I'm, I have truly enjoyed putting this book together. Uh, it, it's definitely been what I would call a passion project to share a lot of my story, be very vulnerable and raw, but then also to share the tools that I use to heal my life with the people that will pick up my book. I kind of see myself possibly writing again. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've been told <clears throat> for ages that I should share my gratitudes in like a journal book type of thing. So I have sort of started putting that together and that may be on the forefront, forefront next. We'll see. I haven't, haven't totally decided yet, but, <laughs> but I, I do that. with the book I've got right now. I'm, I would say for the immediate future, I'm looking very strongly into wholesaling it to like, you know, yoga clinics or people that have women come in who need this book mm. i've been really honored that so many of my friends bought this book but so many of them are also on the same healing journey i'm on and i really feel i need to get this book into women's hands that are desperate that are you know desperately looking for validation for love for self-esteem for worth they need to know their worth they are worthy mm. and i think that this book can really help them on that journey if they're ready to take that journey because I in every chapter I offer an exceptional woman challenge and give them tools to work with so that's kind of the next thing in my journey is sort of figure out how to market this book to where it needs to be 100% and where can we find this book Barb is it on Amazon right now it's on Amazon right. and we're just getting ready to upload the like the print copy so you can buy print on demand it right now it's on Amazon just as an ebook mm -hmm. it's also going to be on um chapters barnes and noble so it'll be on all the different brilliant platforms eventually but we're just we're working on that now it's this is a much longer process than i had anticipated <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was like oh you write a book and it's published no 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 <laughs> no no i'm yeah i'm so oh with gosh. you on that one i'm so with yeah. you on that one yes but it's an incredible journey and, and a part of you know learning and your book is it's uh, it's a key to opening up other women's possibilities and opportunities, but it's also your it's your essence, yes. um, insights, experiences, and it gives off another avenue of who you are and what it is that you can do in this world and the impact that you're going to create. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. I would like to leave the listeners with one final thought, Barb. I'm going to ask you three quick questions. The first one: What does empowering women mean to you? giving them the tools to realize that they are absolutely exceptional. Amazing. And what three words would you describe yourself as? Love for sure, kind, compassionate. 
Beautiful. And what makes you happy, Barb? Everything. <laughs> I can't even think of something that everything, my life, my family, my beautiful children and grandchildren, um, me, I make myself happy. My everything, life. That's the best I can give you, life. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, Barb, for your time today. You have been brilliant. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you to all of my sensational listeners. I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode.